Hello, everyone, and welcome to Next Generation Saints. I'm your host, Nick Coons. I'm going to say this straight up. Atheists believe in God. Crazy. I just said something completely insane. Atheists believe in God. What are you talking about, Nick? You're kind of going off the rails here. Atheism is about they don't believe in God. They have no belief in God. I say atheists do believe in God. The reason they believe in God is because they put so much emotional energy into trying to disprove God's existence. If they didn't believe God exists, they should be treating God like he's Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny or Tooth Fairy. If God doesn't exist, atheists shouldn't have any emotional connection to God whatsoever. Yet I've come across thousands of atheists who are very angry at God. Late Christopher Hitchens wrote books about how he hated it. Christopher Hitchens does the same thing. Dave, uh, I think it was David Wood, not David Wood. Um, I forget the other guy's name. They all say God doesn't exist. And yet they go to things like Noah's Ark, right? The one that's here in America that is, shows about the size of Noah's Ark. And all the atheists show up there to protest Noah's Ark. Well, atheists, you do believe in God. 100% believe in God. You, I, I can prove this to you. The reason you guys believe in God is because you're so emotionally connected to him. You're so emotionally connected to the, and your emotions are so much through hating God that you're proving God's existence. Plain and simple. You want to be God. That's the thing. You guys want to be God. You want to control your own life, do your own thing, not have any, be held to any kind of standards whatsoever. That's the whole system. I've heard atheists talk on Give Me an Answer. I've heard on Cross-Examine, A Reasonable Faith. I've heard thousands of atheists come forward and talk about that. And their arguments are rather futile when it comes down to God. Well, we don't know who wrote the Bible. Yeah, we do. Well, you can't scientifically prove God because God's not a scientific question. All these things are so simple. Half the atheists I've heard argue and yell about God or attack the Bible, I would, I would argue you have never actually read it. And many atheists I've actually talked to about the Bible said, you know, the Bible's right full of contradictions. And you go, okay, where is that? And you just find some internet source from some atheist and put it on there. And then they put it out there. They haven't actually ex- like studied the Bible. They haven't studied in depth into the Bible to understand the literary context, to study the archaeology behind it, to understand the sociological um, atmosphere of those times and what was being said. They haven't studied Hebrew or Greek. None of those things. The only people I'm aware of that have studied it are biblical scholars. And the arguments that I've heard atheists brought up are so old, they're just futile. And then they go, the Big Bang proves that God doesn't exist. In fact, it does. You know, matter, space, time, and matter existed at the Big Bang. Like, where? Well, they were just so infinitesimally small. There was nothing there. Well, we just couldn't perceive it. No, you don't understand. There was nothing there. Then they get angry. God cannot exist. I saw this on TikTok. I was watching videos as I went through. And there was an atheist. I forget what the street preacher was. And he was talking about how, you know, God doesn't exist. And he's screaming at this preacher. I mean, not just like, I mean, just blatantly, blood curling, screaming like he was trying to shut him down. Just, God doesn't exist. I've never seen such fury and anger and hatred. The only way I could perceive that there would, that he held his position is because 
he reminded me of the movie God's Not Dead, you know, the one that David Ayer White has made from Pure Flix, where the professor comes forward and says, Professor, professor Radisson, and he goes, God is dead. And he goes, why do you hate God, Professor? Why do you hate him? And he goes, because he took everything from me. Yes, I hate God. All I have for him is hate. I'm looking going, that's why I say every all the atheists believe in God. Every last one of them believe in God. It's because they have such emotional connection to him. There's no other way to explain it. They absolutely believe in God. They just created a psychological area of saying, I don't want to believe in God. God can't possibly exist, and therefore I hate him. Which is exactly what Christopher uh, Hitchens wrote. In, uh, when you said God's not great, the whole book can be summarized into a simple sentence. God, um, I don't believe in God. God does not exist, and I hate him. Well, that's when I think about it mentally, that's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous statement from someone with such a high intellect. That's a two-year-old's argument. Uh, God doesn't exist, and I hate him. You can't hate something that doesn't exist. You're psychologically, psychologically, you're unbalanced. I can't say I hate Santa Claus. I don't. Santa Claus doesn't exist. I know. For every single person out there who like loves Christmas and believes in Santa Claus, I just shattered your world right there. I am so sorry. Maybe you can see help for that one. But think about that. Every atheist believes in God. The problem is you all, and I'm talking to you atheists, you guys want to be God. You want to define right and wrong for yourselves. You don't want to be held accountable. Because if God doesn't exist, you know that everything is just whatever you create. It's all superficial. Who gives a darn? And that's what you guys are counting on. You're counting on that. It's like going and having an orgy of sex with a bunch of people who have AIDS and you're not wearing a condom. You're going in thinking, well, if I just pretend like they don't have AIDS, then I won't get AIDS. No, you're an idiot. Because if people have AIDS and you're having unprotected sex with them, you're, gonna, you're going to get AIDS. That's what's happening. You guys don't want God to exist because you don't want to be held accountable. You want to be God. Plain and simple. We already know the arguments are for God. So you have to create something that is completely offshoot from any kind of actual logic, reason, or sound, wisdom, or, or any of that. And create your own and say, "Go look, see, God can't exist because I prove that grass grows. It's like saying, since oxygen exists, I can show God doesn't exist. And you're like, and any rational person goes, that doesn't show that God doesn't exist. Well, bad things happen. God doesn't exist. That doesn't show that God doesn't exist. You know, well, I can pour water out of a boot. Therefore, God doesn't exist. You're like, you see what I mean, people? This, this is getting ridiculous. So I look at this and go, Yes. The street preacher who went out with this atheist who was screaming at him that God does not exist and showing absolute fury and anger has more proven to me than anything else that atheists absolutely believe in God. Because if you didn't believe in God, you should have no kind of reaction to him. But that's what God does. He does exist. We all know he exists. Our soul calls out to him. We know 100%. Our consciences convict us that we know God exists. Therefore, when it comes down to facing God, you'd be no different than the madman of Gadaree, where he's possessed by demons, Jesus comes ashore, and he runs at Jesus and falls to his, falls on all fours. Son of man, son of God, are you here? He recognizes the authority. You recognize his authority. 
every human being recognizes the authority of Jesus Christ. Heck, if you didn't recognize his authority, why is it so hard to preach about Jesus in the workplace? Why is it so hard to preach about Jesus in our politics? Why is it so hard to preach about Jesus anywhere we go? Why is it so difficult? Because we know his authority. We know his power. We know who he is. We know this. If he was truly nobody, if there was no true God, if there was Jesus was not the son of God, if he was not the son of man, if he was not God in human form, if he wasn't who he claimed to be, then we would not have any problem preaching his name because it would be a false dichotomy, it would be false religion, and it would fall apart at that. Man-made invention, gone bad. It would end like a cult and just die off. But we know the authority of Jesus. That's why he scares every person. Light come into, has come into the world, and mankind hates the light and loves the darkness instead of the light because lest their deeds be exposed. Jesus comes and exposes all these things. He brings all things to light and shows us who we are. To the atheists, he shows the atheists how wrong they are, how much they, he, they need him, and their pride pushes him away because they don't want him in there. They want to be God themselves. That is what's going on here. That is happening across the nation. People want to be God, and God says no. And then when you face the Almighty in this world, you have, you have two responses. You're either humbled, falling to your knees, and showing and giving grace or, and, and worshiping him, or you're being violent and angry. Jesus said there's only, there's, there's only two things you could do. You're either for him or you're against him. He said there's no middle ground there. Jesus didn't say there was a halfway point. He said you're hot water or you're freezing cold. And if you're lukewarm, you're spat out. But in this area, you're either with him or against him. But I, I pull this out to a lot of Christians who are listening to this. Too many of us are sitting there going, oh my gosh, I can't preach at the workplace. I can talk about Jesus because I might get in trouble. You're right. You might get in trouble because Jesus Christ has authority. That's what I mean. It scares the atheists. It gets them angry, frustrated, screaming and yelling. It gets the world angry, frustrated, and wanting to attack you. As Christians, it's hard to believe it because you read the Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you come across a God that loves you, who is willing to sacrifice and die for you, and who has died on the cross for you, and, and wants a relationship with you, wants to give you love, peace, joy, hope, forgiveness. Yet, you don't want that. Do I? Because you're going to be held accountable. Because you have to look at yourself in the mirror. Because you have to acknowledge that Jesus Christ is God. That he is the Messiah. And that's going to hurt you the most because you have to humble yourself. And you don't want to do that. That's your biggest problem. You don't want to humble yourself. That's a, And guys, this is what they do. They, they don't want to be humbled. They want to be gods. They want to rule their own lives. They want to do their own thing and get away with it. And then when they're confronted with the God Almighty, the Almighty One who's on, in heaven above, all they can do is show nothing but sheer hostility. And this person, crucify him, destroy him, get out, out of here. We want to live life our own way. We want to sing our own songs. And in hell, that's what you're going to get. If, and I don't want anyone to end up there, but here's the craziest part. I told, told my dad on the phone, I was talking to him one day. I said, nobody goes to hell because God sends them. You go to hell because you choose. God will send sinners to hell. But it's because those sinners have chosen to reject 
Jesus Christ. They have chosen that path. God's will is they end up in heaven. You decide where you go. And there's only one way to get to heaven. Through the Lord Jesus Christ himself. That's it. He is the truth, the way, and the life. No one will come to the Father except by him. I don't care. You don't have enough money. You can't do enough good works. You can't outsmart God. Nothing. So anyways, to conclude this, just something that came across I felt I wanted to talk about. That atheists believe in God. They just hate him because they want to be him. So anyways, until next time, we meet again. May God virtually bless y'all, my dearly beloved.